What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. I have a, actually a really interesting idea, I think. I'm pretty sure it's interesting. <laughs> um, so it kind of starts off, uh, you know, just basically kind of on the, off the heels of 2022 and realizing I haven't really done a whole lot in the hobby aside from, you know, creating some cool cards and, you know, buying and selling the Gary Carter collection and stuff, but, but nothing like, you know, insane like I had done in, you know, 2000. 21 and 20 and 19 and 18 and 17. I mean, it's just, it was, it was definitely a lull. And so I started thinking about this and I, I was thinking, you know what I really would like to do is I would like to, to really kind of shoot for the stars. And so what I decided to do, if you haven't heard yet, um, I decided to do a flip quest. So a flip quest is basically, I don't know if you've heard of the uh, red paperclip story. Uh, somebody had an idea of taking a red paperclip. This is years and years ago um, and trading it up and up and up until he gets a house. So the way it works is um, I don't remember exactly everything. I think he took a red paperclip, traded it for a spoon, then traded the spoon for, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I think the spoon was in there somewhere, maybe a pen and then the pen for a pad of paper and pad of paper for, you know, a, I don't know, a watermelon. I don't, I don't really know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but ultimately what he was doing was he was just trading up and up and up. And ultimately he ended up getting a house and that thought always intrigued me. It just, it, it's always stuck with me. And, and even, you know, I was actually looking to do a little bit of research before I talk tonight, not a whole lot, but a little bit. I looked on my website to see when, uh, when I first did a flip quest, because, uh, this is not my first rodeo. It's not my first flip quest I've done. Uh, the first one that I did, interestingly enough, was almost exactly, uh, 10 years ago. And it was, we were going to a friend's house, friend's parents' house, I guess. And, the dad is uh, really into baseball cards and everything, and he knew that I was too. So he called me back to his his uh, little office to show me all of his cool cards and everything. Just an amazing collection. I mean, just ridiculous stuff, right? And uh, he gets a uh, pulls out a sealed uh, set of '89 Fleer, and he goes, "Here, I'll tell you what. I'll give this to you." It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, thank you." And thought that was nice. And uh, I mean, who who wouldn't take a set of '89 Fleer, right? I mean, it's a it's a great set. Got plenty of great rookies, and you know, beautiful design, and so on and so forth. And so it's like, all right, cool. And I was thinking, not really sure what I'm going to do with a set of '89 Fleer, but and then I started thinking about the red paperclip. You know, ha! I wonder if I could trade this up and up and up. That means that that would make this, you know, nice gesture. But, you know, kind of a mediocre set of cards um, into something exciting. And that's kind of really what gets my juices flowing is whenever I can figure out something that, you know, to make something mundane and, and make them exciting. So what I did uh, was I put it up for trade and I told everybody online what I was doing. And, um, and so I thought what would be cool to do would be to flip for a 1999 Topps traded Josh Hamilton autograph. At the time, I think it was about $200. So ultimately I had to uh, flip for, you know, about 40 times the value, I think it is, or well, let's see. 
Um, no, 20 times the value of what the set was because I think I valued the set at the time at about 10 bucks. You know, there's nothing, you know, my out times have changed. But, um, uh, but anyway, so I thought, you know, hey, listen, if a guy can trade a red paperclip for a house, I can certainly trade an A9 Fleer set for a Josh Hamilton autograph rookie. And so uh, I documented it online. I, you know, showed kind of the trades in between and the buys and sells. And, and ultimately I ended up finding, I ended up basically selling out of, if I remember correctly, the, uh, the cards that I had amassed and the memorabilia I had amassed, amassed. And I took that money and found somebody on Craigslist that was selling one. And I thought that was pretty wild that like somebody on Craigslist locally would have this. So anyways, I thought it was really neat and ended up, uh, doing a deal and finishing up my flip quest. And it was so cool guys. Like it was just a fun thing to think that like, you know, if I didn't do anything, I just have an 89 Fleer set, but instead I have a 99 tops traded Josh Hamilton autograph, which I don't know how much that goes for. I'm actually going to look it up here. Um, yeah. So interestingly enough, I mean, there's some like PSA, I think there was a PSA nine up here. Uh, where is it? Um, yeah, PSA 9 sold for 85 bucks, And a raw one that actually looks pretty decent condition um, sold for $33.99. So, obviously... Um, oh, there's another raw one down here that sold for 60 So, you know, there, he has a, an incredible story and, you know, had a lot of ups and downs. And, unfortunately, ended his, you know, career on, on some downs. But... And it's really kind of too bad. It's really sad. But, uh, but anyways, it's interesting to think that, you know, I, I put in a ton of effort into this, uh, flip quest and it was satisfying. It was fulfilling. The problem was, and this is, this is a big bummer that happened is whenever I met the person, uh, I think it was two brothers that came over and met me at a gas station to do the deal. I was like, okay, thanks guys. Take care. And as I closed the door, my car door wouldn't close. And I looked down and my phone had dropped out of my pocket and I was basically smashing the heck out of my phone. So all profits were gone basically at that, like instantaneously. <laughs> and I, I actually have on my website a, a picture of, of my phone from 10 years ago. Uh, so memories, right? That was a bummer. That that really kind of will put a damper on, on anyone's flip quest. <laughs> but um, anyways, so yeah, it's it's it was really fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it's inspired me to do that a few other times over the years. Um, you know, some successful, some not, uh, yeah, I think the, the lack of focus sometimes would be what, uh, what would get me, um, if I, if I wasn't able to go further or anything, but, um, but anyways, I've, I've been successful through a few, but for 2023 and, you know, it's, you know, be honest, probably beyond, um, my new year's resolution was, was at the very least to start a flip quest. And so my flip quest is going to be a 1987 tops. Start with the 1987 tops. Jose Canseco rookie cup card card. That I first remember pulling and trade it all the way up and up and up to a 1909 T206 honest Wagner. Now that's probably going to sound insane because it is, it's probably going to sound impossible 
because it probably is. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, if you, if you reach for the stars, you don't get hands full of dirt. Right. Um, and I, I didn't want to go for anything mundane. I didn't want to go for anything just halfway. And I want this to be something that's like magnificent. And my other question is, yeah, it might be impossible, but, but my question is why not? Why wouldn't I be able to do this? You know, this is a, now, now to keep things into perspective, I'm well aware that while the red paper clip was traded up for a house, that trading a Canseco rookie cup card to a T206 Wagner would be more uh, in line with trading for an entire neighborhood of houses in some places. Um, and that's okay. Uh, I, I'm not fixated solely on the destination um, because look, it'd be awesome if I could uh, finish it in 2023. It would be awesome if I could finish it ever, like in 2043 uh, or 2053, right? Um, you know, this, uh, who knows how long this will go on. Um, but I am interested also in the journey. And so let me tell you about the journey so far. So I started off, uh, by the way, not just by offering an A7 Tops Canseco Rookie Cup card. I also started off by offering a custom card for the child of the first person that uh, that reached out to do a deal. I know this kind of, you know, takes a little bit of the luster off because it's not just a fairly worthless card straight up for something and then, you know, build up and up and up. Um, but, you know, I'm using part a card from my trading card line, the Dragonfly collection, that was um, really, really designed and, and created because of our son, Phoenix, who passed away, um, has his information or, or some parts of his information in the back of the card, uh, that I, uh, the cards that I do for, you know, the Dragonfly collection. And, uh, you know, you could read all about, you know, his story on, on the website and everything. So I won't rehash it here, but, um, but, you know, Holly and I both wanted to add something with him in on this. And so I, I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, good to be able to do. It's not like, Hey, by the way, I'm throwing away, I'm throwing in a thousand dollars or starting with a thousand dollars or anything at all. It's literally, um, I can take a rookie cup card and some art skills they have, you know? And so, uh, anyways, the, so I started this on January 1st and, uh, to get started, um, that very night, uh, Chris Cody reaches out to me and, um, he says that he wants to, uh, to make a deal. So, you know, I say, yeah, I would love to, let's, let's see what you got. And so he shows me a Kenneth Walker, the third RPA. And I'll be honest with you guys. First of all, RPA rookie patch autograph. That's what it stands for. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really know what that meant until not too terribly long ago myself. And which is funny because I'm, you know, completely all into cards. So I'm just not really into the new stuff. So um, it's a, a Leaf certified freshman fabric rookie of Kenneth Walker III. Um, this is a football card. So this is out of my uh, realm of understanding. And all I really had to go off of was uh, you know, sales data. And so, um, I valued the, uh, the custom card at about 75 bucks. 
And so I said, okay, well, let me take a look. So I took a look and the last one actually sold for 90 bucks of Kenneth Walker III. And I go, well, yeah, that's a great way to start off. We'll start this, we'll start this thing off with a bang. Um, and so the next one that came along uh, was Trevor Sigmund. And uh, Trevor said, you know what? Hey, Tanner, I, I like what you're doing. I really love the, the story and everything. And you know, he's been following along with what's been going on with us as well um, through the past several months. But um, anyways, he, uh, he said, I'll tell you what, I, I'd like to do a, uh, a deal with you also. I'd, I'd like a custom for my dog as well. And so I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, that's not a problem. I, don't, I guess I don't really have too terribly much of a problem of uh, doing that for a second trade. And, uh, you know, so he, he uh, showed me a Shoei Otani uh, museum autograph. I go, oh, man, I don't know. But it seems to me like this is like a much better uh, <laughs> card than the Walker. Um, like, I don't think this would be a $90 card. But then again, I don't know, because... I've never had an Otani autograph. I mean, it's numbered to have 125, so how how expensive can it be anyways? Well, come to find out, the last three had sold for $415. You know, oh man. I was like, well, shoot. Of course I'll take that. <laughs> so thank you very much. You know, and uh, so I ended up uh, doing a deal there uh, with Trevor for that. And by the way, Chris mentioned that he was going to send me a bunch of other uh goodies as well, which is kind of fun. So we'll use those in the, in the flip quest as well. Um, so here I, here, the first night I have a Shoyo Tani autograph that's worth $415 to, to show for it. And I start thinking about, it, I'm like, man, within the first hour or two, I have a card that's worth twice as much as my entire flip quest from 10 years ago. Um, which I thought was really, really cool. So the next day I didn't really do a whole lot um, because I was just really busy with work and I didn't really, uh, you know, put much attention to it. Well, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Moreau, he ended up uh, reaching out to me. He's actually a former Conseco guy too. Uh, so I've, I've known him for years. And so he's ended up getting into... Um, into box breaks and all that, you know, case breaks and everything. And, um, he actually, so let me kind of draw, you know, name drop for you, for him here. Um, he's at Boston breaks and he's breaking on Facebook under the name of Grungate breaks and cryptic freaks C and the number one. Uh, so cryptic freaks and the letter C and the number one on Twitter and also Bob's Card Market on Discord. So, anyways, Billy has a has a mouthful, but Billy came in and said, "Hey, um, I would really like that Otani. Um, I have some wax boxes to offer you." I go, "Okay, I love wax boxes, <laughs> love them." So he shows me pictures, and he actually throws in another one as well. So he initially showed me six boxes, and, he, and you know, so seventh as well. So he offers up a box of 2020 Tops UK hobby, 2021 Tops Japan hobby, 2022 Tops Series 2 hobby, 2022 Tops Update hobby, 2022 Tops Update Chrome hobby, 2022 Tops Chrome Platinum Anniversary hobby light, and last but not least, 2022 Bowman First Edition hobby. 
And so I'm, I go, man, this is great looking. And I didn't think I was going to be able to do a deal at first because it looked like it would be kind of a lateral move. But the difference being that I'd have to sell a lot of or trade a lot of different boxes. So I go, mm, I don't know if this is going to work out too well or not. But I ended up running sales data. I go, you know what? I think this is going to be $650, $700 worth of uh, trade. So I go, you know what? I would like to do this. And, you know, Billy was really looking forward to the Otani and it just made sense. So I go, okay. So I ended up doing this deal. Um, I feel like it was, uh, it was last night. Really excited about it and um, really happy I got them. And, and I was thinking, okay, what do I do? Do I, do I open these all and see what I can get for them? Or do I trade them one at a time? Uh, do I sell them and try to buy something to trade later? Uh, do I trade them on one shot? What do I do? And so later on, like earlier this morning, um, which is uh, uh, kind of fun, Nash Elms actually reached out to me. We've, I think I did, uh, I actually did some customs already for his, uh, for him, like uh, over Christmas. I think his wife reached out and had me, you know, do one for him. But uh, anyway, so he reaches out and says, hey, I would like to do a trade uh, for all of those wax boxes for a 1959 Topps Mickey Mantle PSA 4 and a 1961 Topps Mickey Mantle PSA 4. And I go, wow. So I start looking up prices and values and everything. And it looks like we're probably around in the $1,000 range. And I go, man, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do this. And so, you know, here we are a few days in and, and we're already about a, about thousand dollars worth, a thousand dollars up, um, which is fabulous. I mean, it's, I've just really enjoyed this. And funny thing is, is I haven't even touched a card yet. Um, you know, in fact, I, you know, Billy with all the wax box, he actually sending Nash, uh, his boxes directly. Um, you know, which is, uh, you know, it kind of helped me out as far as, you know, shipping Costco and everything. So, so that is kind of fun. But uh, something else that's interesting, just kind of, uh, you know, zooming out a little bit, is uh, noticing how many people are following along. Um, I did a website, by the way. So you guys check out my progress at t206wagner.com. Um, if you don't follow me on social media, I mean, if you do, then I'll be posting there as well, of course, on my on my pages, but um, anyways, t206wagner.com shows what I have available, all the trade history. So if you want to follow along or get involved in a trade, uh, you know, reach out to me there and uh, you know, read there. I'd love to, I'd love to have you come along for the ride for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I noticed that's interesting that um, I post on Twitter, and I think I've gotten if I can't, you know, if, if I'm uh, if I'm correct. I think I've gotten over a uh, hundred new followers because of this, which I think is really interesting. Um, so, you know, so that's pretty, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I really like that. And I think that people are really getting interested and excited to watch something like this. And I hope it works out. I think so far it has, but like you think about it, like, let's say if the honest Wagner card, is a $3 million card. I don't know. Like I haven't really even checked the, <laughs> the pricing on some of the, like the lowest of the low end ones, you know, recently or anything. But, um, if it's $3 million, I am, you know, significantly less than 1% of the way, even though I've, uh, 
uh, really done super good on this so far. So we'll, we'll see. We've got a long, long ways to go. But like I said, this isn't work to me. This is fun. And I'm really just enjoying the journey uh, as well. So anyways, um, yeah, like I said before, also, if you want to get involved or just follow along, t206wagner.com, uh, reach out to me. I'd uh, love to hear some trade deals. Um, currently, as I'm recording this, I have a, a couple PSA4 Mickey Mantles available, 1959 tops and 1961 tops. Um, I would love to hear from you. So thanks for listening as always. I hope you all have a great rest of your day.